Welcome to the Farmer's Voice. I'm Alan Watts with Kentucky Farm Bureau. Our guest today on the Farmer's Voice, Cloyce Hinkle from Knox County. Mr. Hinkle, tell us about your farming operation. I am from Knox County, uh, down in uh, the corner of uh, southeastern Kentucky, uh, where Tennessee, Virginia, and Kentucky all come together. And uh, so uh, I have a small farm there, uh, just a typical eastern Kentucky farm. And uh, we have some hay production. Uh, we have had uh, cattle production, but on a small scale. Uh, do have a high tunnel that we produce some uh, fruits and vegetables in. Um, one of my main um, objectives there is white oak production and for the purposes of uh, uh, bourbon bourbon barrel production. And uh, so we've been doing a lot of conservation practices and a lot of uh, timber stand improvement practices on that. Um, uh, I I guess my forte in agriculture, though, is sports turf management. Um, I have several school districts. Uh, Union College locally in Barberville, and some other schools that I meet with from time to time as as problems arise and uh, give advice and work with them on uh, um, um, time to time. But um, anyways, um, I'm a retired high school agriculture teacher and uh, president of Knox County Farm Bureau and um, now involved with... uh, the Kentucky Farm Bureau Federation um, um, as a board member and serve on some committees and, and did serve on some committees too prior to uh, to being on that federation board. Sure, but uh, but just a short capsule right there. That's that's sort of what I do. Tell me a little bit about uh, more about your your farm. You mentioned hay production now. How big are how many? What are you doing hay production wise? And a little more about the high tunnel greenhouse. I'm kind of interested to hear about that as well. Yeah, um, as far as the as the hay production, uh, you know, 15, 20 acres. Uh, the high tunnel is uh, about a 2,200-square-foot uh, building, but you can really capitalize on the production end of that um, with being able to get the longer growing season, that kind of thing. And, and horticulture has certainly been one of my areas of interest uh, that I majored in um, as a focus in, in college and uh, of course in my high school career 37 years I was a horticulture teacher and uh, though I did have uh, different areas particularly with the ninth grades that encompasses uh, agronomy and cattle and um, different sustainability uh, type things um, that that was the main thing and, and so I've been accustomed to having greenhouses to work with and teaching with that um, so since I retired, I have uh, I have got that high tunnel there, and uh, we market stuff uh, occasionally at the local farmers market, and in um, that. Um, so it's uh, it's pretty pretty small potatoes compared to uh, a lot of the operations, uh, uh, e- even around the county. Uh, but we do we do a little custom work and that kind of thing too. Uh, but like I said, the, uh, the sports turf management is the, uh, is the larger part of what I do yeah. agriculturally. How'd you get your started? How'd you get into the sports turf management? 
it was just an interest. I've done that for uh, probably about 22 years. Um, I really um, like um, the soil science end of it, um, the weed control, the fertility, um, the uh, mechanical aspects of it, um, uh, like aeration and some of those practices, doing the top dressing with sand on the Bermuda fields. So it's, it's just been an interest to be able to, uh, uh, you know, be involved with, um, with, the, with the sports industry uh, in a way and learning from uh, uh, people in, in the sports turf management uh, at, the, at the federal or at the national level, rather. And uh, locally with the Kentucky uh, Sports Turf uh, Association, um, so I don't know. It's it's just always been an interest. I've liked the uh, the looks of a good athletic field and uh, the playability, and um, with uh, uh, with the onset of a lot of artificial fields and that kind of thing, and the research showing that uh, they are surf the, the natural fields are safer to play on and this kind of thing. Um, so it's just been a real keen interest and I had classes I taught in that at the high school and um, so just had the opportunity to move that way in a small scale and, um, and and certainly still at a small scale now but I do but I do enjoy all the aspects of that and and it's um, of course seasonable seasonable but it uh, probably encompasses a good nine months out of the year as far as uh, strategic planning and, and really working on that. Tell me about your history in farming. You mentioned you're a retired agriculture teacher, but your history in farming, tell me about, tell me about that. Well, my my interest in farming really, uh, I think, was was uh, began with my grandfather in rural Knox County. Uh, growing up, he was uh, my uh, mentor, and uh, his uh, his area uh, of expertise in farming. He was a coal miner and a farmer, and uh, he uh, he did a lot of things with uh, horses and mules in terms of his mechanization on the farm. Um, he was he was very old school, and um, he he did that. And we uh, we were a Hereford cattle. Uh, or, or he did. He certainly incorporated me into that, and I would have some I call my own um, in in that. And then uh, my dad dabbled in that some, and um, but just always had the interest of it, and uh, had uh, had neighbors and was involved with uh, you know seeing how they done things, and I always just admired the uh, the uh, uh, the field of agriculture. And uh, certainly being able to get out and explore uh, other areas around our state and, and in other states now as well um, through, uh, through college and, and through Farm Bureau. Uh, it's just uh, um, something that always intrigued me and, and, and realizing more every day just how important um, those, um, those farmers are and the people that... Uh, handle the, the production of, uh, you know, this vital resource we call food. You mentioned a little bit about your involvement in Farm Bureau. What are some things you're involved in there locally? Um, well, locally, um, 
with our county farm bureau. I'm the county president of Knox County. And uh, so we have different programs going on there. We have a large, what we call an ag day, an agriculture day, that is uh, usually on the Friday of first day week. And uh, we've um, not been able to have that this past year because of COVID, um, with everything slowing down. Um, but we incorporate uh, a lot of um, safety. We have uh, different things for uh, particularly uh, elementary and high school uh, students to come and look at. Um, we have activities that they enjoy as well and have some equipment on hand to uh, uh, show that um, uh, the different uh, people in the county, maybe even antique tractors, we have a show with that, and uh, and have some vendors from uh, from around close, even if it's out of county, to bring in uh, uh, new equipment and things like that to show and display and advertise. So it's kind of a mini uh, farm machinery show, and uh, it's it's a good time for everyone, and and uh, we have we have food available and and have a good time there with that. And, 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 and we do uh, our uh, food checkout week in February where uh, we will uh, have particularly the students from the high schools, Knox Central High School and the Camp High School uh, that are associated with FFA um, that will uh, uh, give out brochures and they will give out uh, um, things with Farm Bureau insignia on it like um, uh, potato chip clip, bag clips, and things like that, and and talk to the people that come in and explain to them that, uh, you know, your your dollar goes further in the United States than it does in any other country relative to um, buying groceries. And um, so, so we have those educational things. We have Ag in the Classroom activities um, with our... Uh, organization we have committees that work in that we have committees to um, um, help with uh, clarification and issues regarding uh, resolutions uh, particularly where commodities of uh, production are uh, be it in cattle or be it in uh, other crops that uh, we raise in Knox County um, so we have we have various aspects. We have a women's group uh, within our uh, Knox County Farm Bureau, as do probably most or all of the county farm bureaus across Kentucky. So we try to stay highly involved. We try to make sure that um, they're aware of award, awards to apply for, conferences to go to, and uh, try to build uh, the interest and. In, and emphasize the importance of, of agriculture and leadership within this organization. Um, so that's that's some of the things we do, and and, and certainly at the, at the state level, um, uh, you know, a lot of our folks they're on different advisory committees and um, uh, uh, areas that uh, they're asked to to be a part of. And uh, so we, we try to stay well-rounded in having representation in, in everything that we can, uh, we can muster to have there.
What are some of the big struggles that you see for farmers and agriculture this day and time, Mr. Hinkle? Well, certainly, uh, you're always at the mercy of the weather. And, uh, you know, the, as the saying goes, uh, everyone talks about the weather, but no one does anything about it. So uh, we're, we're at the mercy of the weather. You, you, you have uh, certainly the, the markets with the, uh, with the highs and then with the lows. Uh, you have the uh, uh, federal regulations that you have to deal with from time to time as things come up uh, regarding uh, maybe something, an issue that's unfavorable to the farmer. And uh, so that, that's where Farm Bureau really really comes in right there regarding, um, you know, bylaws and, and, and uh, regulations and, and working with that and uh, with, with working with Frankfurt and, and with American Farm Bureau as well at the national level. Um, and, of course, one of the big problems is, uh, uh, you know, the, the average farmer in Kentucky has, you know, got got some age on them. And uh, so... It's promotion of uh, young farmers, which they have a program called Young Farmers, and now they've just recently incorporated uh, an initiative called Generation Bridge that uh, will allow a young farmer, after aging out at age 35, uh, they can become um, a Generation Bridge member that goes up to the age of 49 that keeps them involved and informed of activities that uh, that that they can do, and um, so it's it, it's brand new, and uh, they're they're having a summit uh, early August, and uh, uh, looking for that to be a a winner right there to uh, expand and have more involvement and keep more involvement. So, um, but but corrections on on things that. Uh, uh, you know, Farm Bureau is working towards to to enhance what they have and build on what they have. But as as with any in industry, you know, there's there's problems and things that come up. But one thing is for sure: as the population grows, there's going to be more and more uh, need for food production. So, uh, you know, farmers are resilient. Uh, agriculturists understand the importance of this, and uh, so. Um, but n nothing that, uh, you know, I think, uh, there, there's nothing out there that can't be resolved in, in regards to, um, you know, what will need to be done for our future, uh, as we go forward. What do you enjoy the most about farming? Well, I enjoy, I think the, uh, um, the result um, when when you have good production or you have a successful uh, market and, and things are going well, uh, you, you love seeing uh, you know the livestock grow. You enjoy seeing the um, the crops grow, and uh, just the just the satisfaction that you know you've you've been a part of something that. Uh, uh, it is successful, and certainly there's times that it's not successful, but, um, you know, over the course of time, um, you're going to have uh, highs, and then you're going to have lows, but 
Uh, I, I enjoy the uh, uh, all of the areas that uh, um, that are important in, in it all coming together and uh, being able to see people that are resilient enough not only to uh, know about agronomy and know about soils and the fertility of the land, but but also on what they need for their uh, livestock and the care of those, and being able to make the repairs needed, and uh, being a person of several trades that make up, um, you know, a farmer. I think you um, you you gain a lot of knowledge, and uh, you certainly never know everything, but but. Uh, the resiliency and the knowledge of a, a well-rounded farmer, I think uh, the, the wisdom that they've gained is just uh, just hard to beat by, by an in, another individual. Our guest today, Cloy Hinkle from Knox County. I'm Alan Watts for Kentucky Farm Bureau.